0: Hello, this is Rob Bedell. And thank you to my podcast, The S Word, Sales, the Lifeblood of Your Business. Again, this podcast is for small business owners or leaders, just to help you get a better foundation of what sales is. Uh, last time we discussed what sales was in general and how to find your value your value proposition. And to this, today we're going to cover leads, not all leads are good, as well as a basic overview of a sales process. When I work with a lot of business owners, one of the things that I hear kind of often is, I just need to get my sales team more leads. They need more leads. And that's not really true. If you're just dumping a bunch of unqualified leads on your sales team, that's not a good thing. That's actually the best way to burn out your sales team. If you're constantly churning through salespeople and saying, I can't find any good salespeople, check your leads. If you're giving them bad leads and they're just burning out faster than anything else, stop doing that. Uh, and what is a bad lead? Anything that's unscrubbed, unqualified. Meaning, do they need your product and service? That's the basic first thing. If they don't need your product and service, they don't use what you have, that's not a good lead. And you don't want them, a bunch of people calling it. Think about it. You're business owners or you run a small business. How many times a day do you get sales calls? How many times a day do you, are those sales calls not even anything close to what you need or what you'd consider? Is that a good? Don't make your sales team those people. So only pass along good, qualified leads. How do you get that? Well, there's a couple ways you can do that. Uh, you can create a uh, informational squeeze page, meaning you're educating people about what your offer is and just about your, your industry in general. And then if they want more information, they can enter their contact information and you can contact them. Uh, you can use social media. LinkedIn is a great resource for getting good, quality leads. And uh, there's... But you also have to realize, even though LinkedIn's a great quality lead source, it's also still social media. So don't go directly for the sales or make sure your salespeople are not just directly going for the sales. You need to build the relationship there in order to get the business. Uh, and there's there's various other different ways to get quality leads. I'll leave that to the marketing people. Talk to your marketing people. First, you have to make sure that you identify your ideal client, the people that you want, and then give that to your marketing people and they will go out and help find them. But What you also want to do is set up lead scoring. And this establishes communication between the salespeople and the marketing people on which leads are good. And what lead scoring is, it could be something as simple as, one, do they need your product and service? Two, is their contact information, right? Three, were you able to get them on the phone? Four, were you able to do a presentation? Five, did you close? So those are five different levels. If all the leads you're getting are stopping at one and two, stop getting those leads. That's a bad lead source. Let your marketing people know that, and they'll redirect to the good quality leads that are getting to the fourth and fifth stage. Also, by setting up lead scoring, you can see where training is needed for your sales team. Because if everyone's getting to the, they're educating people, they're they're doing the presentation, but they're not closing, then you know they need help in that area. So again, set up lead scoring. It helps you in multiple ways. One, it will make sure that you're not wasting money on bad leads. Two, it will also show you where your people need help in, in training. And what a basic sales process is, is it's quite simple. I mean, you can get as detailed as you want to. Uh, usually I say there's four to five stages in any sales process. If There can be more depending on your industry, depending on your sales cycle. If there's too many more, you might be putting extra stages in that you don't need. Uh, there could be as little as three. I usually consider most the sales process is about five. The first part of the sales process, and this is general, this is generic. So you'd always have to customize this to your industry and to your your sales and what your offer is. But a general basic sales process would be the very first stage is qualifying. And you got to remember, qualifying goes two ways. You're qualifying to see if you can help them, and they qualify to see if you, you they'd make a good client for you. I always tell business owners that you don't want to work with everyone. Sometimes, and they always get amazed. So they like, no, we want all the business from everyone. It's like, no, 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 no. Because there's some businesses that you'll do, or some clients that you will have that will drain your resources. They'll take up all your time and effort. And that's something that a lot of businesses don't consider. I worked with a company, and we had we, we got on board a really large company. Pr- a company in their industry, which was great, and and it was good to have them, but they drained our resources. We're constantly in touch with them, and it's not just from a sales standpoint. Once you get them in and their client, everyone else in the company was dealing with them, talking to them, was sending them reports. We're having to customize everything for them, customize this report, customize that report, so it ended up draining so much of our resources. Granted, that account was really good because they had a big name in the industry, so it ended up balancing out. By us going to other companies and saying, we work with them, we're able to get in a lot of doors. So that one was worth it. But if there's a customer that just drains your resources and doesn't benefit you, stop servicing that customer. So the first stage, again, qualifying. Do you qualify to help them? Do they qualify to be one of your ideal clients? The next is education. Education. You're educating them on what you have. They're educating on you on what they need. You got to make sure that those two things align properly. And when they do, then great. You, you educate them. They know what you have. They know how it can help them. The next thing is a proposal. What are you going to do for them? What do you need from them in order to do it? Who's involved? What information is exchanged at that point in time? Next step is contract. Get everything in writing. Everything in writing, very clear as to what is, what's the to be expected on both sides. That's the one thing that you always have to remember in businesses, it has to be a two-way street. It can't just be you giving them everything and it's not benefiting you except for a check. The last stage is advocacy. And this is one area that a lot of small businesses miss out on. Once you get the client in, what needs to happen? How often are they contacted? When are they contacted? What's the situation for them to be contacted? Is it only in emergencies? Are they contacted once a week, once a month? You need to establish this in the sales cycle, so therefore, you can make sure that you service this customer. I mean, everyone always knows it's easier to keep a customer than it is to find new ones. So advocacy is really key in helping out a client, and part of, it must be part of your sales cycle and your sales process. And that pretty much wraps it up for today. So again, not all leads are good leads. Don't burn out your sales staff. And make sure you have a basic understanding of what a sales process is. If it's just as simple as that. Qualifying educating, proposal, contract, advocacy. It could be that basic or it can be a little bit more complex depending on what your product or your service is. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day.